Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Chapter 7. X marks the spot. Chris, Maria asked as they walked back to their yurt, what do you think those words on the gravestone mean? I don't know, Maria, but who cares? Forget about the epi hat or whatever it's called. There's a secret in that abandoned lighthouse, maybe even a treasure. Don't you want to find it? Yes, but I, Maria started to say, there could be gold coins or jewels, Chris interrupted. Maybe Charles Perkins found a pirate's treasure washed up on shore. We could be rich. I could get a new computer. You could get a, uh, what would you get, Maria? I don't know, Maria said, and it's crazy to even talk about it. Crazy? Why? Chris sputtered. Because if we find a treasure, it's not ours. It's John's. He's the one who told us about it. I guess you're right, mumbled Chris. So what do you want to do? Find it, exclaimed Maria. It would still be exciting. Well, it's getting too late to go back to the lighthouse today, Chris said. So let's go over all the clues we already have. We know that Charles Perkins's father was the lighthouse keeper, said Maria, and that he didn't always trust what his parents said, said Chris. Maria rolled her eyes. Sounds like you. Maybe you need to be safely placed upon the shore so you'll be changed forevermore. Chris laughed. And that's another clue. We know Charles Perkins chose what was written on his gravestone because it says, My life was changed, not his life. How could he do that if he was dead? Maria asked. He told someone before he died, Chris answered. Oh, said Maria, but why is he the only Perkins buried in that graveyard? It sounds like his family moved when his father wasn't the lighthouse keeper anymore. Maybe that park ranger we were talking to would know more, Chris suggested. Maria nodded. He might. Dad called us just as he was saying something about Mr. Perkins, remember? I'd like to go back up to the graveyard and look around, said Chris. Maybe we'd see something we didn't notice before. That night, Chris couldn't go to sleep. As he lay on his bunk looking out the round window at the top of the yurt, he kept thinking about everything that had happened that day. Thoughts of Black Panthers, Sheba, and Charles Perkins and his hidden treasure raced through his head. Why is it so hard for me to trust Mom and Dad, he wondered. I want to. I try to. But then I don't. I think I need to ask Jesus every day to help me. Finally, when the moon was no longer overhead, Chris fell asleep. The next morning, Chris and Maria ate big bowls of instant oatmeal for breakfast. Chris was in a hurry to ask a question. Afer ekest can and I, he tried to say through a mouthful of mush. Chris, Mom interrupted, finish swallowing your food before you talk. Gulp. Okay, I'm done, he said a few seconds later. What was I saying? Oh, after breakfast, can Maria and I go exploring again? We want to, Maria nudged Chris as a signal not to say anything about the graveyard. We want to just look around the park some more, she finished. Can I trust you to stay out of trouble? Mr. Vargas asked with a smile. I'll make sure he does, Maria replied, giving Chris a light punch on his arm. Won't I? Chris just grinned. After breakfast and cleanup, they headed along the road in the campground to the little sandy path to the graveyard. I brought some paper and a pencil to take notes in case we find more clues, said Chris as he led the way up the path. They headed right to Charles Perkins's grave. Looks like John's all finished with his cleanup job, said Maria. With the weeds and moss gone, we can see all of the gravestone. Chris ran his hand over the front of the gravestone. Here's something I hadn't noticed. He pointed to the lower right-hand corner of the stone. It's really faded, but I think it's a small carving of the lighthouse. Maria knelt to look. You're right, but it's hard to see. Didn't you bring a pencil and some paper? 
Chris shrugged. Yes. I need it, said Maria. What for? Maria didn't want to argue. Just give it to me and watch. Chris handed her the paper, and Maria unfolded it and laid it across the carving of the lighthouse. Then she rubbed the lead of the pencil back and forth across the carving until an imprint of the lighthouse appeared on the paper. Chris stared over her shoulder. What are you doing? he asked. Making a rubbing, Maria explained. It's a way of making a copy of the gravestone without wrecking it, said Maria. I read about it in a book once. Carefully, Maria lifted up the rubbing. She and Chris began looking at it closely. There was an outline of the lighthouse and its stone foundation. Chris kept looking at the rubbing and then back at the gravestone. Finally, he spoke. Check this out, Maria. All of the stones in the foundation are drawn exactly alike, except for this one. If you look closely, there's a mark or line inside this one rock. Do you see it? Maria stared at the rubbing. Then she ran her finger over the carving on the gravestone. Suddenly, she exclaimed, That's not just a mark, it's an X. Chris's eyes got big. X marks the spot, the spot where the treasure is. Let's go to the lighthouse. He was running before he finished talking. Maria was right behind him. The story you've heard today is a chapter of The Shoebox Kids, Book 12, Mystery of the Abandoned Lighthouse, written by Suzanne Grant-Purdue and Grant-Purdue, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.